Uh, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to those muckrakers. Uh, show number forty-four. Uh, I'm Pete, and I'm Pat. And today our quote comes from Abraham Lincoln, and he says, <clears throat> and I quote: "No man has a good enough memory to be a successful liar," which really works out great. Uh, today, your news up top: homophobes in uh, video game uh, Fallout seventy-six get banned for virtual hate crimes. Well, back in my day, if we wanted to struggle with our sexuality and go out gay bashing, we'd go out to a gay bar and pick a fight. Or we'd go out to a gay bar and pick someone up. In science news, science. Scientists find a spider that produces milk. With gross power comes gross responsibility. I'm not drinking spider milk. I'm going to go to the gay bar and drink something considerably more delectable. <laughs> and in other news, Pontius Pilate's ring may have been discovered in an ancient biblical fortress. I heard he took it off to wash his hands. <laughs> and the Mueller investigation catches more people lying under oath, giving credence to the saying, you'll get more lies with Manafort than with Don Jr. Yeah. Those are the stories. The names have not been changed to protect the innocent. Yeah, fuck the innocent. <laughs> fuck the innocent. Um, so, uh, yeah, in uh, this game, Fallout 76, I'm so far behind on games. Have you played Fallout yet? I know of Fallout 76 as being just like a catastrophe for uh, the people that made it because their games have not been good as of late because, yeah. what is it? But I want to say Bethesda? Yeah, Bethesda, yeah. Anyway. So most of their games are cobbled together nonsense on an ancient engine, and it's the same thing over and over. And the only thing that ever keeps people liking their games is that they have really good stories, like um, Fallout New Vegas' story or even Fallout 4. But this most recent one has no story. They stripped the story away. They took out all the NPCs. It's just uh, a bunch of uh, online bullshit, which means it's like playing it offline, but there's a whole lot of nothing, and people can steal your loot before you get to it. So it's not doing well. It's really not doing very well. Yeah, it sounds like they just released a multiplayer Team Fortress-type game, but then we're like, remember all the things that people liked about Team Fortress? What if we got rid of that for, like, a chat room that allows you to chat to people that you're in proximity to in real life. And that's all it is. It's just players murdering players. Yeah. Uh, so this guy that goes by username, Nathan the Hick, uh, apparently went up to a group and asked him for some of their loot or something. And they, I guess, were joking around with him and they go, cute outfit. And he was like, I'm not with that gay stuff. And then he left. And like 10 minutes later, he uh, comes back and starts killing them all, saying things like, queer down, decontaminate the AIDS. Um... So uh -huh. they took a video of it because, like, they the whole group calls themselves the Gay Eliminators, cleansing the wasteland of the queers. Um, and so, like, they banned this guy for life, and he uh, was quoted as going like, uh, I mean, we were just, you know, kidding around. I, I don't apologize for <laughs> it. You know, it just kind of got started like that. Um, but, like, god damn, man, like, you're ethnically cleansing people online. Do you think that had this guy not had Fallout 76 that he would have ethnically cleansed people in real life? Or do you think this is like a catharsis for uh, psychos? It's study, 
studies have shown that uh, people who play a lot of violent video games are considerably less likely to do violent acts in real life because it is a catharsis for them, like you were just saying. They, uh, they get to play out those violent fantasies in the game, and that little monster in their head is sated and gets tucked away until the next time it needs to feed, and they'll just fire up Mario or whatever again, so they don't have to go out and actually attack people or do harm. And even... I just, of course, just because someone plays violent games doesn't mean they want to ever actually go out and hurt people. I'm just saying people who do want to go out and hurt people can play games, and it does sate them so they don't go out and hurt people. Yeah, man. And the fact this guy didn't apologize for it or doesn't see how this could hurt people or, so, like, yeah. So, if... so, so, it, so is he one of those people? I don't know. I'm just saying it is indeed possible. But I don't know. I guess when we see him later on and he's murdered, like, nine people in his basement to prove to God that he's not gay... Um, <laughs> then we'll know and everyone would be like damn Lindsey Graham yeah I, I don't even know if the ban for life works because he can't he just play it could create another account or do you think if they ban... IP it, if they banned his IP he could get a new computer and just get back in if they banned the IP address of his um, internet connection then that might have like banned everyone in his neighborhood so that would be funny but I, think, I mean I th- I think he, need... he can get back. They probably just banned his account, so he can just buy another game. I think what they need to do is what they uh, and, and I'm not advocating for anything that's happening in China because China is insane right now with their like social uh, like program. Yeah, they're finally they're finally starting to do what America did and have a secret blacklist that says you can't fly on airplanes. Yeah, uh, so they do this thing with the ethnic Uyghur, Uyghurs, I believe they're called. They're like an ethnic Muslim majority. They're sending them to re-education camps and all this other stuff. But the weird thing they do is they find, like, loyal Chinese citizens, and I guess they pay them to go live with the Uyghurs. So you have this person that's hired by the government to live in your house and watch you for disloyalty. That's amazing. Oh, my well, God. I would, love, I would love to do that for a living. Could you imagine how much fun you could have with someone? You could, like, you could annoy the shit out of them 24-7. What are they going to do? You can report to the government and say they were out of line. I was, like, you're just sitting there. They're trying to eat, and you're just, like, shooting spitballs or something at them. And they're like, I was, oh, my God, I just want to eat my noodles. And you're like, fuck you, spit a spitball at them. <laughs> I'll write you up if you don't, if you don't stop spotting the spitballs away. Shoot another one at yeah, them. Yeah, I guess it's a lot like if your principal lived in your house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just going to say we should do that, but with people like, like Nathan DeHick to where what happens is we hire a, like, a, a psychiatrist or like a therapist to come live in your house and just watch you to make sure that you don't murder 20 people in your basement to uh, prove to God that you like women. <laughs> uh, yeah. That sounds like it would be a less fun thing for me to do because if he uh, if he's a fan of Fallout seventy six he already doesn't have very good judgment. <laughs> he's already a psycho. Uh, yeah, I you know with those poor those poor people those poor the the poor Uyghurs in in um uh, China all I could think of was like what a great job if you could get the government to hire you to just live without having to pay for anything. Yeah, yeah, just live off of other people's stuff. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't report, I wouldn't report them at all. I would sit them down and then, like you know, play some loud music so the government could listen and go, "Look, here's the thing, I don't want to work. I'm not gonna turn you in. I just need you to be cool, do whatever it is that you want, but just keep it low key and make sure I don't know about it. And then I'll send some reports and we'll all be happy, right? And I can just, I can just keep this job for like 50 years and then retire. We got it good. Just be cool. 
Yeah, I would exploit the shit out of my position and be like, hey, um, I need a few more Pokemon to max level, but I'm going to take a nap, so I need for you to sit down here and just run back and forth uh, fighting random encounters in the unknown dungeon for me. We cool? I, okay. I hate that you love China. Like, I mean, that you would be like, mm, this would be great. I would love this so much. I would be so happy here. <laughs> you hate that I would enjoy this job? I hate that you would you would basically because I'm I'm assuming that the people that live with them exploit them like there's no way that these people are like mm, I have this position of power over this poor persecuted minority I won't abuse it at all. Hello. Oh, good, you're cutting out. That'll oh, yeah, sound yeah, great yeah. in the playback. It's all right, we'll fix it. Uh, so yeah, on to our next story. Oh, I can hear you again. Uh, That's good. So scientists apparently find a spider that produces milk. Oh, um, God, why can't you start cutting out now? Oh, no, Cri <laughs> connection's crystal clear here. That's, that's what fun. Bothers, what bothers me, uh, apparently the spider mothers were observed feeding a milk-like substance to their spiderlings and continuing to look after them almost into adulthood. Uh, I don't like calling it milk if it's a milk-like substance. I think that's like, come on, man, that's not scientific. You know, it's milk-like to me. I mean, were they like, well, it's white, so we're going to call it milk, and the spiders feed it to uh, other spiders. Spiders aren't mammals. They're arachnids. They're not making milk, really. I thought this was going to be like some weird uh, mammal-spider hybrid thing. No, no apparently, it's just, it's... apparently the hatched spiders were found to be entirely dependent on nutritious spider milk. Uh... It has four times the protein of cow's milk. Is there any way we could, like, trick Wesley into drinking some of this? Because that would be funny. What I, You know what I would rather trick Wesley into is just giving him a milk carton full of actual spiders? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can be oh. the Taiwanese milk spiders, but that'd be great. Hey, I got some spider milk. And he opens it up and he goes, oh, hey, there's nothing but spiders in here. And I go, yeah, Wesley, you got to catch them and milk them. <laughs> oh, you sons of bitches. You ain't yours. <laughs> ah, God. We had a, uh, our audience today is really missing out because we did an amazing like reenactment of um, the trials, of, the labors of Hercules, except starring Wesley before the podcast began. And no one's going to get to hear that but us. Do you think that hipsters are just going to be like, mm, I only drink spider milk. It's really rare. It's very expensive. Yeah. Yes, I do think that they would. <laughs> I like spider milk before. It was cool. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't drink cow's milk. Cow's milk is lame. I drink spider milk. I mean, that adds a whole new interesting thing. Can you imagine instead of being a dairy farmer, you're a spider farmer? Uh God. Yeah, I still don't like the idea of milking spiders or drinking spider milk. Like I said pre pre recording, I'll take the goat semen shot over the spider milk <laughs> shot. I'd rather drink goat semen than that's a Jeff Fox where they're like, if you'd rather drink spider semen than spider milk, <laughs> you might be a redneck. Um but I said spider semen, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is there such thing as spider semen? Oh, God, I hope not. I wonder if it crawls, too. Down here, you'll crawl, too. Well, that begs the other question, too. Do spider semen all look like tiny little spiders? Yeah. Like spider sperm have, like, eight legs, just like the creepiest? <laughs> yeah, oh, we've, gone, the we've, gone, we've gone off the thing. Um, so this story about Pontius Pilate, uh, I don't... How do you know it's his ring? That's all I'm saying. It, it was a... Uh, well, the source is Fox News, so... Also, they say that it was discovered 50 years ago. So why are we just now talking about it? Uh, 
Well, if it was discovered 50 years ago during the Trump administration, it might have been discovered like two weeks ago, and no one can tell the difference. I mean, it's got his name it on it, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know? I mean... My shoes say Nike, but, like, I'm not Mr. Nike. Lots of uh, students go to um, school with a uh, uh, lunch pail with Batman's name on it, but that doesn't mean they're the <laughs> Batman. It's like, like a thousand years from now, they, uh, scientists believe they've uncovered the actual Batman's lunch pail. <laughs> well, how do you know? Well, it's a lunch pail that says Batman. Why would someone else have a lunch pail that says Batman on it? Exactly. Yeah. I'm losing faith in science. I mean, you know, case sera, sera. They're milking spiders. They're finding Pontius Pilate's ring. They're uh, missing the uh, massive earthquake that's um, causing tsunamis in uh, Alaska. Wait, was there a tsunami in Alaska? There was a massive earthquake yeah. in Alaska. So there was a tsunami. And the number of people killed was zero because nobody lives there? Um, sort of. I mean, the earthquake... There was an earthquake earlier today, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, magnitude 7 in Alaska, and it shook like a 100-mile um, radius, or, yeah, yeah, I think it was a 100-mile radius, and it was, because Alaska is so big, the earthquake in one part of Alaska caused a tsunami that hit a different part of Alaska, so really, it's just the state, it was the gift that kept on giving to itself. I mean, I guess it also destroyed the only road in Alaska. Yeah, and there was like uh, a great picture of a lonely car that's just sort of standing on a uh, this one piece of road that didn't collapse when everything else around it did. That sounds like me on my way to work in the morning. I lost a mirror today because it got knocked off on a garbage truck while I was trying to drive around it. Damn, they didn't uh, bust out your um, window. No, no, I've no, seen just... before where I've seen before where like the side side view mirror gets like pushed in and it shatters the window no 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 it just it bumped it really good and then the, the glass fell off and i was like great i have a side view mirror with no mirror ah that sucks yep yep that's my life i shouldn't try to go around the garbage truck that's what i get i thought i could fit oh well live and learn and then get loves live and, and learn get and then milk. get spider milk spider milk spider milk Sp that's whatever <laughs> spider milk can all i'm Talks thinking of all i'm thinking of is is spider-man going Uncle Ben, I'm lactating. Uncle Ben going, oh, God, I'm dying. Gross. <laughs> yeah, with, great, with, with great lactate comes great. <laughs> Uncle Ben, you're lucky you weren't alive to see this. So the Mueller investigation is, we were talking about this earlier. I don't even know where to start to unravel this. Like, so many people are going to jail and, like, so much stuff is happening that it's hard to keep track. The, the big takeaway from this week is that trump hid at his golf resort for five days straight just and just because he's terrified right now he's losing his shit it's gotten so bad that the fucking sitting president of the united states tweeted out a picture of Mueller behind bars of hillary clinton behind bars uh obama behind bars like he's doing this and he's trying to pretend like you know many sides both sides are just acting like this it's all it's all a witch hunt okay it's, it's collusion there was no collusion well, what was weird? and even if there was collusion i didn't do it well, what was, if i did it it's okay what was weird about the picture was it it wasn't just, uh, it wasn't just like um, just Mueller. It was any prominent Democrat, even like Bill Clinton was on there. I'm like, what did he do? He's an old man. Yeah, Rob Rosenstein, who's a Republican, was on there. Uh, Mueller, who was on there, is also a Republican, lifelong Republican, by the way. Yeah. Rosenstein, by the by, can be fired by Trump. He just hasn't done it. 
but Rosenstein was also behind bars. So the sitting president accused somebody that he hired that is of his party of treason and doesn't actually fire I him. I still have this really terrified feeling that what's going to happen is like, all oh, we're going to get ready. And we're like, okay, what does Mueller got? And then he just like walks in and he just does the Star Wars thing where like, like Vader, like kneeling before the emperor and like uh, Trump just goes like, Rise, rise, Lord. I can't even do a Trump accent anymore. He just goes, rise, Lord Mueller. And then, like, Mueller stands up and puts on a black helmet. And we go, no, it was an inside job the whole time. You're supposed to be the chosen one. You're supposed to unite our democracy, not tear it apart and leave it in darkness. You killed younglings, Mueller. Younglings. (laughs) I'm so scared of that because he is a lifelong Republican. And I'm just like. God, please don't let this be just a long con. <laughs> I, well, I mean, if it is a long con, Trump ain't in on it because he's losing his shit this week. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it before, but he makes me so sad. Like, Trump is the best proof that there are no deep government conspiracies and that aliens don't exist because there's no way that he would have been able to keep this a secret without tweeting it out. <laughs> there's no way that uh, if aliens did exist and anyone in the government knew about it, they wouldn't tell him. There's no way they would tell him. Oh, you think that, that we do have deep secrets, but we're just not telling the president? We're not telling this president. Cause, or if we... You know, he, he does not go to um, intelligence briefings That's true. Anymore. They could be a whole bunch of briefings on, like, the war with the aliens that we can't let the public know about, and he's just missing out on it. Yeah, he doesn't, go, he doesn't do those. He goes to his room, and he gets a cheeseburger, and he watches Fox News. I'm telling you, man. All right. He doesn't actually know anything, and if when they did try to tell him, he didn't comprehend it. He's too stupid. He's a really stupid man. We've talked. No about, one seems to appreciate just how dumb he is. We've talked about this a lot, but like, I mean, say uh, this, say this is, say I get elected this, president in 2020, right? Even though I'm not old enough to run, and I don't have the uh, I don't have the the grassroots support, but just say for some reason I I'm elected. Wait, how old do you have to be? 36. 35. 35. So I'll be 35 in two years. So what election can I run in? 2020. I can run in 2020? Oh, that is... Oh, my God, I'm old. Okay. I'll be old enough. In 2020, I run for president. Somehow, improbably, I win. I go through my whole inauguration thing. My first day, I'm sworn in... Huh? Your, Octo- your October surprise is going to be that you're running because you would have just turned 35. Right. Yeah. First thing I do, I'm sworn in. I'm officially president now. I go in the Oval Office and they go, Mr. President... President, uh, what do you want to do? And I go, give me all. Trigger the libtards. I'm, I'm just like, give me all the secret files. I want everything that we've got on aliens. I want army research and development. I want all the secrets. I want to know who killed JFK. Um, are dolphins really super intelligent? Like all the stuff. I want all our all our crazy Cold War intelligence. I want it all. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, we haven't seen President Van Pelt in a while. And uh, it's going to be because I've just been in the Oval Office just reading. Studying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think people have a good appreciation for just how dumb the current sitting president is. Like, we used to make fun of George W. Bush for being stupid. And here's the thing. Uh, like, we don't we don't have adequate words in the English language to compare the scope of stupidity between Bush and Trump. Bush is light years beyond Trump. More intelligent, I mean, right? Yeah. Bush was dumb for a president. Yeah, we've talked about before. Yeah. He, he, he was smart for a normal person, though, right? Pres- like, as, much as, as much as I dislike W, he's still smart for a normal person. Whether you like him or not, he is still smart for a normal person. President, presidential, dumb for a president. Pres- Trump, 
Trump is dumb for a normal person. Presidential, like, presidential smart, like, we've talked about this before, is that, like, and I can't remember who the quote was, but, like, average average, uh, but, average person, you're probably still not as smart and capable as the dumbest president because to be at that level, it takes a lot. Um, you know, like, you're you're talking about, like, like most most people that have been president, like, are pretty, pretty, like, impressive uh, if yeah. you go all the way back, like but, like you re- you really have to hunt to find them misspeaking or saying the wrong thing. Like Obama once said, those fifty seven states, which is a really weird number. Not or even forty seven. But if you look know. at their life, it, it's like, a really weird number. But if you look, so at, I don't know how. You... If you look at their lives, like they're you know like, um, you know Grant uh-huh. wasn't particularly impressive at West Point, but like he was an impressive general. Um, you know like uh, was it Calvin? Was it Calvin Coolidge? I'm trying to remember. I think it was either Coolidge or if it was if it was not Truman. Um, it was Wilson, maybe one of those guys. Applied, Calvin Hobbes. One of those guys applied to like I think it was Harvard, and didn't have the grades to get in, but they were impressed with his grit, so he went anyway. And then like still got through like Harvard. Like yeah, so like in, in, in pretty impressive stuff. Um, I would definitely say without beating the intelligence drum because like yeah. He's dumb, but I think more more so than that, he's the least impressive president we've ever had. Mm. Like bar none. The yeah, least, I mean, he, least impre- he's a shyster. He's a con yeah. artist. Least and... least impressive. Like the, you know, because you know, like most presidents, he, he have... was he was handed a fortune and he's pissed it away his whole life. He has failed spectacularly, and he's been given endless funds to continue to fail spectacularly. And he always fails up is another problem of his. But without even getting into that, the thing is, is that people give him a lot of money to build buildings. He doesn't pay the contractors. Instead, he pays the lawyers to sue the contractors whenever they try to sue him for not paying him. Ergo, he walks away with more net profit. Yeah. That's just how he's always ran his Basically, life. Basically, if you gave a flim, if a flim flam man was born, like a con man was born rich and then also was a con man, and that's just what he does. And just the... Like, but usually con artists are at least smart. Like he's not even a smart not, con artist. Well, you don't, he's a look. You don't you don't have to be smart to be a con artist. You just have to understand the cons, and he does. Yeah. And he has he understands the cons. He's conned the people that he needed to to get where he is. He con, I mean, yeah. smarter. They still a lot of them still believe in him to yeah, this day. Smarter, smarter, like he, smarter, dumb. You have to respect the con, and he knows the angle. Uh, but that's the thing is like he's just. He's just kind of a really good intuitive con man, um, and he knows the angle, and he got where he got because he played the angles and uh, and with you know with cons too. You got to remember that like for a con to be successful, not only do you have to be a good con man, but things have to fall your way. You have to be lucky, and and that's where the f- failing upwards seems to yeah, come in, and he's just come been, into play. Yeah, he's just been lucky, uh, but just yeah, but just least impressive when you think back to like. Just even going back to like uh, like Andrew Jackson, like one of our craziest, most bloodthirsty presidents, man. Stonewall Jackson. No, not Stonewall Jackson. Stonewall Jackson was a Civil War general for the South. Um, I know. Oh, I thought you were like really like yep, Stonewall Jackson. Like Jackson, like uh, he got his name Old Hickory because like he brought a uh, a militia down to Florida to fight the the Seminoles, and then like uh, they didn't need him anymore, and he's like, well, my men need money to get back, and the country was like, too bad. So they all had, like, yellow fever, and, like, he let them ride his horse while he walked with them, like, all the way back from, like, Florida to, uh, where, like, Kentucky. Like, he was a pretty impressive dude. Hmm? You know? Uh, even, like, George H.W. Bush was, like, the director of the CIA before he was president, you know? Uh, 
Bill Clinton was at least yeah. a, a governor and like, you know, I feel like Jimmy Carter might have been our least impressive president because he was just a peanut farmer. But he still owned his own business, which I, he start he founded with his own two hands, I believe. Well, he also, um, uh, what do you call it? Like he had the peace accords, like he managed to make peace between, uh, you know, the Palestinians and the Israelis to an extent. Like, yeah, like one of the um, big scandals with Carter was that his um, brother, who had never really left the uh, the Deep South, yeah. was going to come out like to the campaign trail to see him or something. And while he was at a major airport, he just sort of walked outside and started peeing in public against the side of the building because he thought it was okay. Yeah, and yeah. that was that was a big scandal for a bit. Whistling Dixie, but yeah, yep. definitely least impressive. But also. Uh, Man, that's the thing is he he does not have the political acumen to survive in this world. The only reason he's been around this long is because he's had unwavering support because his party didn't want to tear itself apart. But that's all changing. Uh, people from the party are kind of it's. I, I keep saying this, but I feel like they're turning against him. I could be wrong, but it seems like they're turning on him. Except for Lindsey Graham, who has turned on him then turned back for him multiple Lindsey times. Lindsey Graham's on a short list to become the attorney general now. I don't think he would leave his position. It's, it's, it's him, Chris Christie, and one other guy, I forgot who, that are on a short list. Oh, uh, maybe? No, it's not Gigliani. But, yeah, I know that um, him and Chris Christie are on a short list. I can't see him, giving it, I can't see him giving it to Christie because he used to make Christie bring him McDonald's. He doesn't respect, <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't respect Christie. I not can't see Lindsey Graham giving up a more powerful seat that, to be the attorney general. Yeah. Um That's... the thing about the thing about him is that with I mean his his seat is now secured. I can't see him yeah. giving that I can't see him at all giving that up. Yeah, so go, why um, would he why would he do that? Like also that's not a good job there, and not a political position to pee in. Like why would you put there, your head in the noose? Uh good people who have a who want to continue their careers after Trump are not signing up for these White House positions and that's why we have so many unfilled spots right now including we don't really have anyone up for attorney general at the moment we have a short list like I said because it's a we have, job um, and he just keeps firing people why would you want to work for a boss that like and it also ruins he kills careers like you can't have that on your resume that you work for the Trump you, well you worked for Trump then Trump fired you like all you can really do is write a book about it and then, you know, yeah. like, where, why would you want to go work for a boss that has all the reliability of a rabid possum? Oh. Like, all right, I'll go, no. I'll go be the attorney general for old uh, rabid possum. Ah, it bit me! It bit me! Like, because, yeah. Like, uh, but most of the people, with the exception of, like, Nunes, I don't think Nunes actually sees what's going on. But most of the people in Congress see what's going on with this president. They know he's a lunatic. They know that he's unhinged. He's... Yeah screaming at people all the time. He doesn't have any friends in con Congress left. Lindsey Lindsey Graham will be around uh, after Trump in his current position. I don't think he would survive Trump as after the Attorney General. Also, when Trump's gone, then whatever favors he would have had with Trump would be gone. Uh, yeah. um, Lindsey Graham is just trying to play both sides, like when he's like, oh, he better not fire... Uh, oh, he better not do that. Oh, I do declare. Yeah. He better not fire... Um, fuck what's his name the the keebler elf yeah i know what you're about to say. Elf. i think what what he'll do for the, uh, the attorney general there will be hell to pay mr trump there will be hell to pay honestly what yeah. he'll do for the attorney general is he'll either look in the yellow pages um or he'll see he'll see like one of those late night infomercials you know where they're just like he'll he'll make it he'll make it be like the my pillow guy or like whoever <laughs> the new billy Mays is that guy's going to be our next attorney general 
Billy Mays, you're too loud. Yeah, the um, because he'll he'll say that's like, basically he it. That... Because the current guy Whitaker or Whitman or whatever his name is, Whitaker, I believe. he was just yeah, he was just someone that Trump saw on CNN defending him. And Whitaker only did that because or Whitman, I just missed what she said, but whatever his name is, Mr. W, was just trying to get an appointment to be appointed a judge in some state. But instead of that, he was given attorney general. But also, it's unconstitutional for Trump to just give him that job. So, because it's not appointed, it has to be appointed by the Senate. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's it... not like the Senate would have said no to it or anything, especially now that it's going to be fifty-three R. Ugh. But you know. Yeah. Um, in other news too that bothers me, uh, I sent you a story on it. So, uh, the um, the the race in California. Uh, did the... we actually cover any of the stuff that's going on with Mueller this week? Not yet. Not yet. I wanted to talk about the California thing real quick. So, like, uh, sure. with the midterms, California was almost a complete shutout for Republicans. Yeah, um, suck it, Republicans. Well, so the, the article, California, uh, you know, has... They've done everything they can to increase voter registration and just basically make voting accessible for all, you know, legal voters. And, of course... You know, California represents a very large, uh, very liberal, diverse population. So, of course, it was a Republican shutout. So now Republicans, including Paul Ryan, are going, oh, is this election tampering? Uh, I don't know. I mean, how did the Republicans all lose their lead? Um, and it just makes me angry that people like Paul. Also, I thought Paul Ryan was leaving. Why is he still around? Because it's not January yet. No. So that's what bothers me is so the Republicans cheat. They steal elections in like Georgia and Florida and then uh, they lose a blue state, and then they just go, well, how did we lose a blue state? Doesn't make any sense to me. Must have been, must have been illegals. Casting must have been illegal. And Paul Ryan goes, I don't even understand how California's voting system works. It confuses me. And it makes me mad because, like we've said before, the only thing that makes the United States work is uh, a respect uh, for the winner of the election and not in the transition of power right when you start calling that into question you fuck everything up yeah that was a major point of um trump running for the president that i don't think people had a proper fear for was how he was saying he would not respect the outcome of the election unless he won he was planning on fighting it if hillary won and not conceding that's that's very dangerous he actually could have put us into civil war just because he's a fucking con artist and a petty self-centered narcissist yeah he could i mean he could have actually tore america apart if he lost the most important thing is when people lose an election uh unless it's obviously obviously russian hacking or stolen the is that you accept you concede and you allow you know democracy to go on but now the republicans they want to gerrymander their cake and eat it too so they're trying they're only winning in places that they've gerrymandered even then it's close and then places that they haven't gerrymandered to hell and back they go well how did we lose this must be election tampering you know uh they just let illegals vote and i'm like nowhere can illegals vote like that makes you have no proof of this unbased accusations of election fraud is so dangerous to democracy you know in fact, we have proof of the opposite, that uh, there's not cheating going on uh, from anyone that's not registered or whatever. There's not corpses voting like they try to keep saying. For whatever reason, they keep saying, uh, like, you know that one goofy meme on Facebook that shows, like, a cemetery, and it says, oh, look, a Democratic um, Voter Registration Committee, and it's just, you know, graves? Yeah. That's never happened. No 
no one has ever tried to uh, vote using a corpse's name. That's not something that happens. But they keep saying it, and then they kept saying it until they believe it might happen. And so they had like a huge committee go I mean, if out you want to do that, and try to prove it. Why don't you just put pictures up of the Klan like burning crosses and go, "Hey, look, it's a Republican get out and vote drive." <laughs> it goes. Because it's mostly their side that has to do stuff like that. Because their side is the crooked one, because they don't ran by the well, NRA. The, instead of, and this is why their party is destined to die at some point, unless they bring the whole government down, um, is because they don't represent the populace anymore. Who the people, the person that like the people that most represent the populace are like uh, Beto O'Rourke, who almost won in Texas against Cruz, uh, Alexia Cortez, um, who won in the Bronx. Like that's the world now like people shit on millennials millennials are the new voter base i'm a millennial it was like that's like it was like people that were born between like 1984 or 83 and 82 82 and then what was the cutoff for it i don't remember when it stops well, they, i remember 82 is when it starts they though. talk shit about millennials like it's some like 19 year i'm like i'm a 33 year old man god no, damn it yeah. i am the voting demographic you son of a bitch yeah like uh I saw someone point that out on the internet recently that um, Fox News needs to come up with a different like curse word for uh, teenagers than uh, millennials because they just use millennial to mean teenager. Yeah. When nowadays, I don't think there is a single millennial left that's still a teenager. Yeah, we're all old and broke and upset about the economy. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's Jesus Christ. But I've but I am a little bit upset about being a uh, millennial myself just because when I grew up, freaking. You know, Fox cartoons always said, you know, ah, oh, Generation X. I'm like, yay, I'm Generation X. That's cool, like the X-Men. Yeah. And then I grow up and I'm like, oh, I'm not Generation X. I missed the cutoff. Yeah, God, if, you were, damn if it. you were an X-Men, your power would be... Uh, uh, Being disappointed that I'm a millennial. I was going to say, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, systemic poverty? <laughs> yeah, that would be the, the Gen X. Yeah. Uh, yeah, characteristic. Stop calling elections that you don't like. That Jesus Christ! Stop calling elections you don't win. You know, oh, it's supposed to be fake. Like it's the same with fake news. Like, um, fake news, folks. Okay, sad. Yeah, like that's that's uh, such dangerous rhetoric, man. I look. I listen to like Hannity and like I listen to some of the biggest like sort of right wing psychos. Right. Yes. I don't call them fake news because they're not making stuff up. They're just, well, a lot of them aren't news, period. Yeah, they're opinions. They're opinions, and basically the reason they're opinions is because they're taking things that happened and they're trying to put a spin on it. But I listen to a lot of news, so I know what they're doing. But I don't call it fake because it's not fake. You just have to understand the source. Yeah. Um, so, oh, I wanted to bring this up, too. I wanted to put this out there, and I got to hope it works. So Alexia, Alexia Cortez is opening up to hire a staff. Oh, yeah? Um, yeah, so you basically just go online and apply, and they're trying. They want people outside the box. They want people from diverse backgrounds. I wanted to throw those muckrakers ring in the hat. I want to be the official podcast of Alexia Cortez. Uh, I would okay. love. I would think that'd be great uh, if we could get her to listen to our podcast. I could see her tuning into this episode, and there's like a 30 minute discussion of goat semen and spider semen. Oh, we've already She's like ah, we've already no. ruined her chances. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Alexia, we'll do it live. <laughs> Alexia Cortez, we love you. We're sorry about the goat semen thing. Don't worry about that. That's not <laughs> we're, our. We're sorry about all the goat semen. That's not our. From that's not our official platform. Peter Van Pelt. <laughs> we 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 are officially 
uh, Democratic, socialist, spider milk loving, hard working Americans. Uh, I don't like spider milk. <laughs> you are on the ticket, and you shut up and accept the spider milk. <laughs> Uh, I have to conform as the veep. So help me God, you're the vice president of this podcast, and you will you will enjoy Spider Milk. They're our only sponsor. It's like whenever that one video of like Trump puts his water on the fucking ground for some reason, and then Mike Pence quickly does the same thing because Trump did it. That's a great thing like, about well, Spider Milk. It sticks wherever you put it. Yeah. You put your glass we... of Spider Milk against the wall. That's where it stays, buddy. <laughs> I'm still picturing Wesley opening a carton of milk and just spiders coming out. Oh, God. I picture him being like upset about it, but still drinking oh, from God it. God damn it! Okay, and he just has to milk each individual spider. <laughs> God damn it! I milked well, eighty. I milked eight hundred thousand spiders, and it didn't even fill up the glass. <laughs> I was picturing him milking them directly onto like an Oreo cookie or something. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Alexia Cortez, uh, if you're listening, and I know you are, because I know you listen to all the podcasts, uh, we'd love to be on your staff. You don't have to pay us. Uh, just to, uh, let everybody know that we are the official podcast of the Democratic Socialist, Alexia Cortez, brought to you by Spider Milk. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So. Speaking of uh, speaking of Miss Cortez, by which I mean speaking of democratic socialists, did you know that Fox News lately has been putting up the democratic socialist positions, like just bullet pointing them out and saying this is what they believe in? And I stopped it and I looked at it and I'm like, yeah, that actually is what they believe in. And I realized Fox News was pointing at something that's accurate and true, yeah. and saying this is bad. And I'm like, thank you. Actually, no, I'm I'm relieved. I'm relieved that they're telling the truth. They're not making shit up. They're actually showing what the democratic socialist positions are. And I mean, they can go on to misrepresent them from there, but they're still showing you what they are. And they're trying to make things like healthcare and food seem bad. I heard... Like one person was uh, tweeting, or one Republican was tweeting, saying, they want healthcare for all. What next? Food stamps for all. And I'm just thinking, it's like, oh my God, so people eating offends you? Look, people being able to not I'm, starve to death? I'm sick of hearing bullshit from people who already get government-subsidized healthcare. Yeah, the, if, go the government. If you work for the government and I pay your damn medical bills, you don't get to tell me that it's a pipe dream for me to get my tax dollars to pay for my medical bills, you asshole. Go drink some spider milk. <laughs> we, ha we have a friend that'll milk them for you. Yeah. Oh, that makes me... At least they're representing... Uh, I, I Representing us accurately. I heard a, a, a Rush Limbaugh snippet today when he took a... a some some poll about like how many uh, millennials were in favor of socialism, and it was like, did you know that over like seventy four percent of millennials, you know, support socialism, but only forty four can forty four can accurately identify what it is? And I'm like, yeah, did you know that a hundred percent of Fox News listeners support fascism, yet less than one percent of them understand what it means? <laughs> one percent of them understand what it means, and they're still for it. Yeah, and those one percent are the ones that are running the fascist government. Yeah, like. <laughs> They're like they're yeah. like they prefer socialism over capitalism. Yeah, because capitalism is destroying the world, you idiot. God. Uh, so we you know we just landed that new like rover on Mars that's taking all these cool pics and like digging into the dirt. I'm just like, "Buddy, strap me on the next one. I'm going to start a new thing." Speaking of people escaping to Mars, did you hear that um to avoid the press after um turning on all the Christmas lights at the White House, uh Trump snuck out the back door? No, that's the, great. Did he go in the same bushes? The guy, that spicy went into? <laughs> I 
maybe possibly if anyone here does not remember uh sean spicy sean spicer who was um huckasander's predecessor before um he was fired he was basically the president's worm it, tongue right like he Sp was like yes the president wants this and then in the like 17 days between Spicy and Hucka Sanders was the Mooch, the Mooch, God, the guy I who's miss... trying to suck his own dick here. God, I miss the Mooch. You know, when we go back through like the Trump presidency, it's a greatest hits of just like a rogues gallery of like, oh yeah, I remember Batman's. Remember that Batman villain, the Tickler? Like he tried to tickle <laughs> Batman and Batman just punched him and now he's in. Oh, that's great. Oh my God. Remember, remember Scaramucci. Oh, remember Steve Bannon. Oh, that was cr Remember Sean Spite. Like God, so much has happened. But yeah, God, this is, that's man. What's scary is that we're probably going to be talking about this for the rest of our lives. I can't wait to be like 90 years old and they're just like, Grandpa, will you tell us again uh, uh, about the uh, the Trump administration? I'll be like, there we were. And there was a man on TV telling us he could suck his own dick, but he wasn't like Steve Bannon. And we were all like, what the hell is happening? He was orange, and then he looked into the goddamn sun. So there's a, there's a new conspiracy but going yeah, on. So, so, but yeah, the, the, the man who said he would run into an active school shooting to save everyone, which Trump said that he would do, ran and hid like a bitch out the back door. Are you sure so that, that he wasn't just confused? Questions. Like the way old people get confused, and so he just went out the wrong door? It's possible, because remember, on like three or four or five different occasions now, during a bill signing, he just forgot to sign and he wandered off and they yeah. had to run get him. Um, you know, and I know that he our. He is a stupid old man, like, or a senile old I man. Know, I know, I know that our dumb. rule is that we can't threaten a sitting member of presidents. Our sitting president or a member of the government or anybody in general. <laughs> but I, I would like to add this, that he is senile. And sometimes I just hope we're going to see one of those Facebook posts like you see for these people's like, uh, Grandpa Dave, um, if you guys could share this around. Uh, Grandpa Dave left the house today at 8 a.m. Uh, and he hasn't been seen and he has Alzheimer's. And then they're like, they'll find them in the woods like emaciated like a week later. <laughs> I kind of hope that happens, but that they don't find him a week later. Like, have you seen our president? He wandered out into the woods today, and he just, he didn't take his medication, and he has Alzheimer's. I hope he wanders off like that, but he brings his phone with him, so he just get, like, random crazed tweets. Oh, just, like, that's it. So we're trying to, we're trying but, to triangulate him by his psycho tweets, where he's just like, you know what? Many squirrels are saying that I took the acorns. <laughs> this is the greatest witch hunt in all the forest. Sad. Making the forest great again. <laughs> Many unfair <laughs> owls hooted me for sitting under their tree. <laughs> Just I went. So, so the Mandarin duck said that I was going after his other ducks. Okay, that is wrong. I did not. I'm not going after the mallards. These are all Mandarin. Okay, sad. You know what? The uh, those birds had. Uh, you know. I look, okay, I didn't steal the eggs, all right? I just, the eggs were there. I ate them, all right? I don't know what the bird was talking about. She had tweets coming out of her, her mouth and her beak and her, her ears and her wherever, okay? Sad. <laughs> like, wait, what is, he stole some bird eggs? I guess, all right. I, I, I saw a bird today, okay? Who hot and nipple pinchy. <laughs> what, what, does Wesley have Trump's account now? Yeah, it's, yeah, just, yeah, we're trying to, we're trying, we're trying to triangulate the president, but everything he says is vague and weird and all in caps. Uh, so speaking of vague, weird, and all in caps, do you want to hear the, uh, that's cute news for this week? 
Um, yeah, I was going to tell you one more thing before we get to that. Uh, so apparently when Trump was at the Christmas thing, there were, I guess, some Christmas laser lights or whatever, and like they were showing up on Trump while he was giving a speech. And his, <laughs> and his predecessors are like, the deep state will stop at nothing. This proves that they're targeting the president. They got laser scopes on him. Oh, my God. I like, wonder if any of them actually believe that. Yeah, they do. Do you, you, do you understand the Secret Service and that, like, the Secret Service probably, in most cases, would not just hang out if the president has a bunch of like 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 late like laser scopes from guns pointing at him i just i really feel like somebody at least would have gone oh fine i guess it's our job then would have walked up and gone uh, mr president can you maybe duck cuz they're <laughs> just get down okay yeah like We've seen Trump before whenever he thinks he's in danger. He freaks the fuck out and he runs and he hides literally just like behind the Secret Service as he just freaks out and pisses himself with his tiny toad mushroom dick. Well, Mario! Tell us how you really feel. Ah, uh, yeah. No, that's, that's pretty much it. So, um... <laughs> God, have you seen the Christmas decorations at the White House, too? Yeah. They're, uh, they're like red trees, and it looks fucking terrifying. It looks like Skeletor decorated the White House. <laughs> well, I mean, what's Kellyanne been up to? Because she probably did. <laughs> How do you like my Christmas trees, beast man? <laughs> um, so what was, what, was, let's, what was your That's Cute news? <laughs> ah, so um, GM's to fire thousands of more employees after Trump said a major focus of his presidency was to save GM jobs. Yeah, because his stupid tariffs uh, especially affect their bottom line. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, uh, whew, man. Um, so it's it's going to be about fifty thousand salaried employees in uh, North America are uh, about to lose their jobs. And what GM's going to do is they're not necessarily firing them; they're just not sending work to their factories anymore. Right, right, right. That so on paper they're not firing them; they're just not going to pay them anymore, which is all like mumbles. No, no, we're not firing you; we're fixing the glitch. Well, apparently, uh, a bunch of farmers uh, the the farmer suicide rate has skyrocketed recently. Really? Well, because think about it. Like, these tariffs are really hurting small farmers or just farmers in general. Uh, because you gotta, you got to remember that, like, uh, farming life is an on-the-edge life. Like, you're basically mortgaging Yeah, every... no, I have... I, like, I, I live right in a... Um, in the middle of uh, farming country where I come from. And a lot of my neighbors farm for a living. I have a... I have one uncle. What's his name? Um... This shows you how close we are. I can't remember it offhand. But uh, he just celebrated his 98th birthday uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay. And he, he still farms for a living. He still works every single day. Well, like a lot. But, he, he, but he's more successful than the neighbor right down the road from him who just lost everything. Yep. He was like $5 million in debt. Yep. So he just like the whole thing is gone now and it's just weeds growing up in the fields now and it's really sad uh farming so. is is so much like gambling you mortgage everything to get like a next year's crop going and if anything happens like a natural disaster or a dumb president you lose everything on that crop and then you kill yourself yeah so but anyway, it's just a cautionary tale. One guy can't retire, and he's 98. He's like, oh, why won't I die? I and then the other one just loses everything. So now, I mean, he might as well die? I don't know. He's um he's trying to uh, keep, like, his house, but the house is on the farmland, so the state's trying to take that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 
and I don't think people understand with the uh, you know the uh, global climate disaster looming along with the, the looming financial uh, crash not only are farms going to be wiped out but like man we're not going to have any food anymore yeah that's going to be fun I think most cities have at most like a couple of weeks maybe not even a couple of weeks of food to feed the city and then all the cities are out of food if you want to know how much um, food your local grocery store has, go shop there during a uh, during a looming hurricane. It gets stripped like bare to the bones in no time. Yeah, like all it takes is just like uh, a handful of people with a shopping cart freaking out to completely clear the store out. Of I food. know where you live. It just takes a hard rain, and people are like, "Wipe out the store." Yep, that's uh, that happens. So your that's cute news for today. Was it about your your neighbor like losing the farm? I, no, it was just the GM. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah, losing yeah, out yeah. the employees because uh, old Trumpy said that he was gonna save GM jobs. Okay, when you elect me, it's going to be beautiful. Uh, we're gonna save so many jobs, and now just everyone's losing their jobs because of his actions. Because of his actions. Because well, of him. Why directly. are you doing that? People are going on to Fox News talking about the kids that we pepper sprayed and tear gassed on the border, and how pepper spray is really not that bad, and you can eat it on nachos. Yeah, I saw I saw that. He said, "Oh, it's really just it's like a bit of pepper and water for seasoning. It's really delicious. You can put it on nachos and it's oh, Look, it's so good." I'm going to tell you a little bit I've learned about peppers. I've learned it. My butthole's learned it. Uh everything I've touched with my hands has learned it. Uh including your butthole. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't touch my butthole with my hands. I ate the peppers after, and then they... after spraying it with pepper spray <laughs> yes. straight to I'm your like, butt. Well, I heard this isn't bad. Let me spray my own butthole with pepper spray. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so there's many times I'm making I'm making a delicious meal and I I don't observe proper pepper protocol, which is don't touch your eyes or balls. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, man, there was one time when somehow somehow I got pepper in my mustache. Uh, and the only thing I could get to stop the sting was I had to like get cold mustard out of the fridge because I was frantically googling like pepper and mustache. What do? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I put this. I put basically put mustard on my face like a lotion, and it helped. But uh, yeah, I can just imagine being a child not being able to Google how do I get pepper to stop burning, and then also have people firing tear gas canisters at me. Anybody who yes. thinks that pepper spray and tear gas on kids is like, oh, kids need to toughen up. I want to come to yeah, your... There, huh? There were, all, there were almost no grown men in that crowd that they decided to uh, gas, by the way. So yeah. it really did not look good for the Trump administration. So the whole thing is, instead of like, you know... Also, it's like a, someone brought up that it may even be a war crime to send anti-personnel stuff like that over a border onto the soil of a foreign country. Oh, good. Yeah. Now, now Trump has us committing war crimes. Great. Oh, uh, well, I mean, we've been committing tons of war crimes in Yemen and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. But, like, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. So you got all these people, right? Here's a cool idea. Process them. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, that's the, uh, what take, we should be doing. Take the army. Get your judges. Get your lawyers. Form a line. Bring them in. Start processing them. You know what I mean? Hell, like... You could give them beepers and like ankle trackers as you, and then be like, "All right, you're in America. Uh, you know when your 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 steakhouse buzzer goes off, report to the courthouse." Uh, and uh, you know, like we do it at restaurants all the time, where we're like, "Oh, we got too many people. They're rushing the outback." We give them little buzzers, and then like, "All right, when this buzzes, your table's ready." Yeah, that's why we should have sent 
lawyers and judges out to the border instead of the fucking military. I wanted to talk about, we talked about it a little bit before, but there's a whole idea. Someone posted a stupid meme. It was a pile of snakes. And someone's like, this pile of snakes needs a home. Now, some of these snakes will bite you, and some are venomous, but you don't know which ones. You gonna let them into your house? MAGA, these are immigrants. And I'm like... It's, a, it's you know, just like fucking Trump Jr. stupid Skittle analogy. Here's a bucket of Skittles, and one of them's poisonous. Will you eat a handful? And like, well, well you yeah, know, if, no, I would dump them out because they're fucking Skittles. I, I would buy more. Remember, I wouldn't We're even, talking about humans, not candy, all right? I wouldn't even dump them out because to, for that metaphor to work, humans, Skittles need to have the same intrinsic value as human beings. So if I had a bucket full of live human beings that, like, Needed to get out of the bucket, and you're like, but one of them might kill you. I'd be like, all right, let's get the experts in here. Let's go through. Let's examine each skittle individually. Oh, we got a big bucket full of snakes, and some of them are venomous. All right, here we go. We're going to get the best snake experts out here, and we're going to figure out which snakes are venomous. I'd be like, snakes, can any of you hear me? Yes, master. Are any of you going to kill me? Probably. All right. Um, Jesus Christ, why are you all talking? This is terrifying. <laughs> Look, Hold on. I have a friend. I can. He's milking spiders right now, but I bet I could get him to handle you and let me know which ones are biting him and which ones aren't, okay? Listen, okay. If, science, if science can solve a 30-year-old murder by finding like a pubic hair stuck to a tennis shoe... I feel like we can probably sort good immigrants from bad immigrants. Well, tell um, Wesley that he's speaking parcel tongue, and he'd be like so giddy about that that he would gladly handle all the snakes. I'm just imagining oh. Wesley trying to speak parcel tongue to a bunch of migrants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Okay, I speak the snake language. Oh, okay, get it? <laughs> like, and they're just staring at him in Spanish. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say K, but then I'm just picturing them doing like a stare, but it's like the automatopias in Spanish yeah. for stare. Well, it would be the word stare with that little thing they put above the N, you know, in Spanish, the little accent mark. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, dude, we have the technology. We can sort people based on their need. Like, we're God almighty. And, like, And human beings aren't snakes. Also, human beings aren't candy. I like snakes. I don't know why people keep acting like snakes are a bad... And then they do the same, like, huh, were you going to let an immigrant come live in your home? I'm like, sure. Give me that tax money back that I wasted on endless foreign wars. Give me that tax rebate back, baby. And then, uh, yeah, I'll knock down a wall and let an immigrant live here. I got no problem with that. Yeah, same. Yeah. That would be... That'd be funny, because uh, Mar would have to help me subsidize uh, immigrants <laughs> living here. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be great. Yeah, I'd, I'd gladly sponsor uh, sponsor somebody. Like, why not, man? Like, I got no problem with that. Because yep. they also do that thing, you know, with that border. They make all these dumb analogies. Like, well, how come you keep your door locked, huh? That's why we need borders. And I'm like, um, well, I don't think that's quite the same thing as how it works. Uh like, if someone wanted to come into my house, yeah, I'd probably vet them. But also, if someone showed up to my house and they were like, Bliss, I have six children. We have walked 2,000 miles. Little Nina's feet are bloody. I'd, oh, my God, get in. Let's get you some help. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, it's like, Jesus. I'm not going to be like, there, me, how do I know? Let me throw off the couch for you. How do I know, how, that, how do I know that your kids aren't MS-13 gang members, huh? I'm not going to get tricked by that whole, here's eight infants, one of them's a gang member. 
How do I know that if I eat one of your children, I won't get poisoned from it like a Skittle? Yeah, how do I know that your baby's not a snake? Speak parcel tongue! <laughs> how do I know those aren't rattlesnake teeth in there? Hmm? Yeah, it's, it, yeah. it's just dumb. The metaphors don't even make sense. It's not logical. There was a guy that wrote a really great uh, thing, and I wish I would saved it, about how uh, when he was an immigrant escaping Germany and stuff like that, he talked about the whole process about how they basically, like... Uh, when they were coming to America, they basically rounded up people. They figured out who were like Nazis that were like, I wasn't a Nazi. I was running with the Jews. So they were able to figure out who the Nazis were, who the legitimate people were that like needed, you know, help and stuff. And they sorted them and they could do it because we can, we have that ability. Also, what a lot of uh, our listeners may not know is that we also don't leave our doors locked a lot. Like, I remember at the apartment, the door was almost never locked. Um, here at this place, I leave the door unlocked a lot. And also, there was one day that, uh, I think it was Hurricane Matthew, had knocked out the power for like 48 hours. And I just left my door open almost the whole time because my apartment was a hot box. So it wasn't even just unlocked, just the door was wide open. And I didn't keep an eye on it. And I went well, I to was, sleep with the door wide open. I was going to say that when we all lived in an apartment, the reason we didn't lock the door is because... There were four, generally there were four guys in that apartment, and half of the time, if not more, at least two or three of them were drunk. The house was full of swords and I think guns. So if you were going to come in there to, like, rob the place, you basically just dug your own grave. Yeah. <laughs> Like, Those were amazing times. Just, just really, a bunch really of drunk fun. dudes in their 20s, like, with just way too much early, time. Early 20s. Yeah. So we all felt invincible We still. all felt invincible. We were all in pretty good shape. We all had weapons. Like, my God, man, that burglar, that would have been, oh, man, I've made a, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, but how many times in your life have you ever seen someone just walking down the street randomly checking doorknobs to see if someone left their house unlocked? I haven't seen yeah. it, but someone did that with my car once, and I left my door unlocked, I guess, or it didn't close all the way, and I knew they had gone through my car, and I guess found nothing to steal, because all the stuff in my glove compartment was on the floor, and everything was rifled through. Weird. Yeah, and I was just like, well, I guess that's what I get for not closing my door all the way, but also, uh, <laughs> funny thing worth stealing. Hmm. Because I don't leave valuables in my car. Uh, just that's why you need to leave a note in your glove compartment at all times that just says I'm watching you. Well, I like... that way the next time they go through it, they'll see that and like skedaddle. Well, I always loved the idea. There was an old car Diddy alarm Mal. commercial where like a guy broke into a car and like a cobra appeared, and I'm like, that would actually be a, like the if you were like a snake handler, you just basically when you got out of your car, you just left a live cobra in there. Ah, that would be like if the immigrants came to the border and across the border from them were other immigrants. Man, why don't we do you that? Because of, of the snake analogy, and then there's more snakes to meet the snakes. Yeah, why don't we just why don't we put immigrants on the border? It's, oh, an immigrant exchange. That would be fun, too. Right? We'll just send all the people uh, that don't deserve to live here. All, uh, all the people that can't tell the difference between candy and human beings, they yeah. get to go down, uh, and uh, okay. the immigrants... If you ever find them, yourself making a human to skittle analogy, you might need to get deported. Uh, yep. That would be Trump Jr., by the way, which we now have basically uh, proof that he um, committed perjury in Congress. Oh, Trump, <laughs> and I, Trump and Ivanka are close, man. Like, uh, so I don't know, we didn't talk a lot about Mueller, but basically he did this brilliant thing where he was feeding information to Manafort. So he got Manafort 
and like Don Jr. and uh, Big Ivanka. Big Big Donald himself, uh, the or the orange the the mango president. Yeah. Basically, he got uh, he got Manafort to make a plea deal where he would l- honestly answer questions uh, with the FBI and he would not lie. But Manafort was fe- Manafort and his lawyers were secretly feeding information back to uh, Trump and Trump's lawyers. So they basically got Manafort to lie, corroborate the story with Trump, then prove that he was lying, then invalidate his plea deal, and now they may have Trump implicating himself in crimes or lying about it to the FBI. Because um, as of this week, uh, Manafort's plea deal has been thrown out, but the fact that he still has pled guilty stands. So he has still pled guilty. He no longer gets a plea deal because um, he breached the plea agreement right. because he's been feeding information to who? Gigliani! Gigliani's back in the news. That's Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani, former governor of uh, New York. Yeah? Yep. So. Giuliani, famed Trump lawyer, has been in contact with Manafort, who thought he was being sneaky and going behind well, Mueller's also back, Manafort, feeding information about the investigation. Apparently, to him. also Manafort met with Julian. Was it Julian Assange in the Ecuadorian embassy about like some Wiki, Juli, Julian Assange? Yeah, yeah. With, about some WikiLeaks info. On top yes, of that, we, apparently they we have, have video of him leaving them embassy. Embassy, and we embassy, have, and we fuck, have, I can't say that word. We have proof that like Trump was still in talks to build the Trump Tower in like Moscow, uh, all the way up to July. Yeah, so like you've got like all this incredibly like um, uh, uh, inform like oh my god, there's so much, so many crimes coming out. Like, here's the thing, uh, Manafort, if and, you're listening, because I know you are, I know you're one of our biggest fans, Manafort. Stop, you suck at crime. You're not good at it. Quit. Just quit. I mean, he he's going to spend the rest of his life in prison. You know, this here's is, the thing. Um, he if, is super fucked. If the FBI had me by the balls and I didn't sing like a canary, here's what I wouldn't do. Anytime I was like, I have to lie about this, I would go, uh, I plead the fifth on that. I can't, I cannot, I will not perjure myself, but I will also not incriminate myself. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know if they would consider you not complying with the plea agreement, but it's definitely better than lying and then getting caught. You... It, it would, it would actually, because after you've pled guilty, you uh, can no longer plead the fifth. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because you can't get yourself in any further trouble. Oh, at, yeah. Well, so, um, but he's an idiot, and like, I don't, so Trump's talking about possibly pardoning Manafort. Um, I don't know how. Yeah, he's still floating that. He can't, by the way, but why, he's why, still floating wait, that. Wait, did Manafort get convicted of federal or state crimes? It's, uh... The, uh, I'm pretty sure it was the state crimes that he was already convicted of on those uh, 10 accounts. Yeah, so uh, yeah. So that's all the thing about we've talked about before. Presidential pardons only work for federal crimes. So if you're convicted at a state level, the president can't pardon you. Yar. The governor would have to pardon you. And there's no way the governor of New York is going to pardon Manafort. Yep. So then that, uh, whew, where does that also put us? Cohen. Cohen pled guilty today to uh, lying to um, Congress. And Which this, is a and crime, he directly, bitch. <laughs> he, he directly implicates Trump in his um, guilty plea. So now this is nothing new, but it puts on official record th- stuff that we've been knowing for a long time, that Trump was directly involved in paying off um, those porn stars to be silent. Well, the bigger, he was directly involved in that, that deal. That, and the bigger thing is the Deutsche Bank was raided recently 
Uh, this week. Yeah, and so they're investigating this huge bank for money laundering, which President Trump has deals with. Then they also did a raid on Trump's tax guy, the guy that, like, did his tax stuff forever. So, like, dude, that's bad for you. This is why if you launder money, you don't run for office. Yeah, yeah. That's why con artists like him usually stay so far away from the presidency, but he started to go senile in his old age and thought it was a good idea. He had a good... And also, he expected to lose right up until the last minute. Yeah, he had a good thing going before this dumb run for president. Um, yeah, so I really wish he had never fucking done it. If he had never set foot down there, he could still be hosting Celebrity Apprentice right now. He did not get fired from Celebrity Apprentice until he went down that escalator and called all Mexicans rapists. They're not sending their best and brightest when they're coming over here. They're sending drugs, they're criminals, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good they're people. Sending, and that's when... They're sending Skittles, some are poison, I assume. They're sending snakes, that, okay? That, and that's when um, that's when they fired him from Celebrity Apprentice because even because even though he played the boss in that reality TV show, he was not the boss. He was a coworker with everyone else. He was pretending to be the boss. It's of. TV, you know what I mean? Do you really think that like uh... the, the 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 network heads were the boss of that show, not him? He was never the boss. It was never a job. Like you know how if you win Celebrity Apprentice, it's like Trump will give you a job and it'll be amazing. It'd be the best, okay? There was no job. He never hired anyone. Except for Omarosa, technically, but he hired her after becoming um, <laughs> then, president. And then fired her, but then everybody let her just walk into the White House and tape record any damn thing she pleased. I can't yeah, tell... and then she released those tapes, so that was funny. I can't tell if this is the greatest time to be like a Russian spy or the worst time. Because Russia it's doesn't the... seem to be very good at it either. It's, uh, it's the worst. It's about to be the worst time for them because this is going to cost them everything. Like, America is... Look, they're destroying the Republican Party, and they're also making things bad for good people. So both sides are going to want to fuck Russia super hard when this is over. Was, the Republicans had a good thing with Hillary winning. Hillary winning would have been the best thing for the GOP. Yeah. Then they could spend eight years barking about Hillary. saying, like, ah, buttery mouths! Well, and they yeah. could do that, and it would be relevant, well, also, and way more people if, would listen to Hillary it. If Hillary had won... If Hillary had won the presidency, I believe that we would have, of course, the Senate would have stayed red, and the House probably may have gone even overwhelmingly more majority red, and I do believe that more of those governor races would have gone red. So, yeah, we would have had a Democratic president, but we would have gone deeper into red country with gerrymandering and stuff like that as it galvanized, like, the Tea Partiers and the Trey Gowdies uh, of the world. Yeah. So, so, in a sick, twisted way, Trump winning's probably about the best thing that could have happened to our democracy. Well, anything that anything that I'll, I'll, I, I will I will reserve judgment on that until this plays <laughs> out. But anything yeah. that galvanizes, well, see, he can still nuke us into yeah. um, the end of the world. Well, I mean, he can also still try to dissolve Congress, except for the Republicans, or dissolve or ban the Democratic Party. It depends on how cra it depends on how crazy he wants to get up to. That's what I'm seeing. Where. How crazy is he going to get before someone finally stops him? Because we've said for a long time, he can do anything he wants right now. Well, not 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 as not as well as he could because he doesn't have the House anymore. But when he had the House and the Senate, dude, he could have done anything he wanted, and there nobody would have stopped him. He never could get his wall, though. Oh my God! And he never will. Well, they're threatening. Even a, though they're threatening a shutdown, he's threatening a government shutdown now unless they give him money get... for his wall. But unless I'm wrong, uh, they can work together and cut him out of the deal, right? Like, he can't. They yeah. can just approve the budget without him. 
Yeah, uh, he he will have to sign it, though. He can always shut it down by refusing to sign it, but every single time he's threatened to shut it down, he's always signed it. He whines and snivels like a bitch, and then he signs it. Yeah. That's happened over and over again since he became president. Um, but that's the thing is there. We're going to give him his money for his wall. I'm like, nobody, I don't, I mean, I think they say that because they still have to the, play to their base, but no one's going to build this stupid fucking wall. Yeah, it's, uh, it is not a $10 billion wall like they keep trying to say. It's not a $5 billion wall like Trump sometimes says. He's like, I, I know really good guys. I could do it for $5 billion. No, it is a $2 trillion wall, which will continue to cost us another trillion to $500 billion on the low end dollars every 10 years forever forever another 500 billion every 10 years for maintenance and upkeep a wall that goes all the way across the mexican border that is to his exact specifications his exacting specifications that he gave us on the campaign trail people real engineers have sat down looked at the schematics looked at exactly how he described it and they said yeah it's about one trillion dollars to build the wall and one trillion dollars worth of infrastructure to be able to move the parts to the of the wall out there to the border right because you can't teleport the building materials yeah. you have to build a road all the way along right. the the southern coast to drive the building materials out there over and over again it we're looking at two trillion dollars to build it and then another 500 billion to one trillion dollars uh every 10 years to 20 years to uh maintain it right no, so nobody that's that is that is an astronomical amount of money we could give everyone in america free health care free food free basic income free education for life forever for as much as this wall would cost right. us to make so that's why i don't think Fuck them for even considering it. no i don't think anybody's even really considering it because like you want to lose an election. No. So one of the sure, you know, they call them the third rails of politics, but one of those is raising taxes. Now, you want to see what happens when you start raising people's taxes to build a trillion dollar fucking wall? You're going to lose, everybody that supports that is going to lose their damn seat. You're going to be, yeah. people are going to come in and they are going to drag you by your hair out of office. Like, yeah. you're telling me that old people are like, I can't, I can't get f food anymore. My taxes went up. But we're building a wall. Like, dude, no way. There's no fucking way. Like, nope. you you are crazy to think that we'd ever do that. You'd ruin the fucking... You'd, you'd blow the economy out. Yep. Yeah. So even though they keep giving lip service to it, and also now we've lost the house, I cannot see that getting approved in a spending bill. Yeah, no. There's there's no way. Um, Chuck Schumer like taunted him and offered like 1.5 billion. He said, I'll, "I'll go as high as that," but that's that was never really going to be anything he would sign off on. He just wanted to be able to say, "Well, I gave him an offer and he turned it down. What yeah. am I supposed to do?" I kind of wish that was all it was was a it was a game. I'm just like I just want Chuck Schumer to go home and sit in his recliner and get out of office. I want to know why nobody even questioned about him remaining minority leader, but they hounded um, what's-her-face about it for uh, the last week. Pelosi? Yeah, I don't know. Man. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi. Well, uh, and yes, it does look like Nancy P Well, let me rephrase. Nancy Pelosi will be the next Speaker of the House, majority leader, Speaker, third in line to the presidency. Woot. Yeah. She, um, that will be a thing. And uh, But for whatever reason... People weren't immediately on board with it. They were questioning her qualifications, which isn't inherently bad by itself, but it, or like in a vacuum, that's not that's not bad. But when everything else is taken into consideration, such as nobody even raised an eyebrow about Chuck Schumer, yeah. then it starts to look kind of sexist. 
It kind of does. And honestly, like I said, I know that I'm not the biggest Nancy Pelosi fan, but I say if not Nancy Pelosi, who else? She's the only one for this job right now. Yeah, I know we want the Democratic Party to get younger and sleeker and more representative, but at the same time, like, right now we have the party we have and we have to fix it with the tools we have while we improve it and we get more, if we can just clone Alexia Cortez and just fill it with her. Her. Yeah. yeah. Until we can do that, we, you know, and like I said, she's got the experience. We'll like, help. We'll help keep her bones strong and durable for a long life of um, Congress by drinking lots of spider milk every single day. Well, guys, we will, we will have Wesley milk those spiders for her. That's uh, I think that's about everything. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Because I feel like that's we're running out of time. Oh, a very quick uh, syphilitic brain rambling. Sure. The, the, Okay, so the ramblings of a syphilitic brain. The White House this week was forced to publish information on climate change by law. And uh, Trump hated this, but whenever they asked him about it, he gave one of the most unhinged rambling responses that I've ever heard. Oh my God, was this the one about the ocean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was so fucking weird. Yep, one of the problems that a lot of people, like myself, we have a very high levels of intelligence, but we're not necessarily such believers. If you go back and if you look at the articles, they talk about global freezing. They talked about, at some point, the planets could have freeze to death. You look at... The, that's actually what it says, by the way. Uh, I didn't misread that. The planets could have freeze to death freeze to death that's how the person who just said he has very high levels of intelligence speaks yeah, yeah. okay you look at our air and our water and it's right now at a record clean but when you look at china and you look at parts of asia and you look at south america and when you look at other parts of the world including russia including just many other places the air is incredibly dirty and when we're talking about an atmosphere oceans are very small and it blows over and it sails over okay. and that was his response to um so do you still believe in climate change now that you've uh, had to publish stuff saying it's real i'm gonna go ahead and stop you right there i just want to add a few clarifying points so um our air quality is pretty good because we have regulated the shit out of pollutants. We could do better. We're definitely doing better than like a lot of places in China and Asia. So if we're doing better, why are we deregulating all of that? Number one, right? Yeah. Uh, number two, the oceans are not small. The oceans are the most important life-giving part of the planet. And in fact, is it 70 or 75% of the planet is water? It's 70% of the surface. Yeah, 70%, sorry, not the it's internal. water. 70% of the surface is water, you fucking dumbass. And yes, uh, pollution does move around. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, that happens. I don't know what your point but, is. But pollution doesn't pollution doesn't get on a boat and sell over. Yeah. Like, here's the thing, though. China may have the worst, like, some of the worst pollution. sells over, okay, sad. China may have some of the worst pollution right now, but when they complete their green energy revolution, uh, yeah. They're going to be like, yeah. Because remember, we always say that, like, China is amazing because you will not believe what you can accomplish if you just throw millions of lives and just tons of human suffering at a problem. Yeah, that really is how to fix anything. Yeah. Unlimited human suffering. So, yeah, they'll, they're, they're, um, their pollution is awful right now, but I do think that they're going to be the first place to have the best air in the world, like the cleanest air in the world. Um, so... 
speaking of unlimited human suffering, I just realized we are an hour and 15 minutes into this, and I have a lot of shiny Pokemon to get out there and catch. So, All right, well, guys, uh, that's been this week's episode of uh, Those Muckrakers, the uh, unofficial uh, uh, podcast of Alexia Cortez and the Democratic Socialist. Uh, also, we want to give a lot of thanks to our sponsor, uh, Spider Milk. I was just about to say we're sponsored by uh, Spider Milk. Spider Be sure milk. to... Remember that you can uh, get 50% off on your uh, purchase of spider milk with the uh, the code hashtag those muckrakers. <laughs> or with the code uh, Mail Wesley, a carton full of spiders. 